0: Well, welcome to the Power Talk podcast. This is part two of today's podcast, and we know that you're gonna enjoy it. If you enjoyed part one, you are most definitely gonna enjoy part two. So get your pens, pencils, highlighters, and write down and take some good notes because you'll be blessed by part two. God bless. Amen. And bro, I was like, this is church corruption. Wow. This is church corruption. And how is it corrupt? Because it doesn't glorify God. Amen. At bare bones. Amen. Let's just get back where it's supposed to be. Acts chapter two was founded on the Holy Spirit. Not about revelance. Come on. That's a message right there in in and of itself.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about too. (laughs) But I... That's on the grand scale, right? Yeah. I remember Emily and I went to a church local here. This is on a local scale. And the worship team, um, the main leader was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt. Yeah. And I remember... Again, it's not that you're going to go to hell for wearing a shirt like that. Or even listening to them from time to time. Yeah. Which... I would still strongly <laughs> argue against it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember sitting there, we're worshiping, and I'm like, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, that does, I don't have a, I can't put my finger on it, but yeah. all I know is something's not right here. Right. And come to find, and later on, then the preacher came up and and within the message said, I want to say a word right now, but I can't say it, a, a curse word. On the on the pulpit no, in the message and no, me and Emily looked at each other no. we're like and again it's not this high and mighty yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. but
1: but the one simple thing that doesn't glorify God. Come on, bro. And that's Come on. that is of the world. Yeah. And I there's a scripture yes, please. Um I've been well it's just a subheader, it's in first Col, uh Colossians chapter two. Yeah. But um, Apostle Paul is addressing several things and he says not philosophy mm-hmm. but Christ
0: mm-hmm. And but in
1: there I'm glad you said that you know mm-hmm. it, it's the intelligence like you said right or mm-hmm. the re- uh, relevance mm-hmm. or the um, uh, pastor even ministered about it too a couple months ago about the, the there's a way of thinking uh, uh, I can't remember how he said it the like new age type of thinking yes, and it's sir. like that's right. but but he says no none of that Paul, Apostle Paul saying here none of that but mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm. not religion Christ, right. not pleasure and indulgence, Christ, Christ. you know, and some prosperity, like Christ, it's Christ. it's him. And I'm like, Lord, as I sat there, I was reading it the other day. I'm like, Lord, help me if any area right. to get back to my first love. It's you That's and it. you alone. It's That's nothing it. that I've gained and learned this knowledge. And it's certainly not being relevant. Re- Relevant. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want to say revelant. It's re- <laughs> relevant. I get mixed up in that word. Yeah. But last thing too. Sorry. Yeah, no, go. you reminding me. We did the Dream Center a couple yeah. weeks
0: ago. Yes, sir. Come on.
1: We were there. Yeah. And um, they were going to do a worship and a little bit of a message, like 10, 5 to 10 minute message. Yeah. Just encouragement.
0: Yeah.
1: And the, um, when we walked in, they had music playing.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's a Christian organization and it looks literally like a church when you're walking in. Yeah. But they had music playing. I'm like. This sounds like, um, like some Jimi Hendrix or something like that or yeah. some other music. I'm like, that's odd. And then I remember Junior and I, as we walked out, I'm like, Junior, did you hear that too? Did you notice that? He's like, yeah, I thought the same thing. That was weird. Because right after they finished it, yeah. then we did the worship. And I was like, no. they played, actually, we did one worship song. So they played more secular than they did worship. And I thought it was very strange. But don't get me wrong, the work that they're doing is amazing. Sure, sure, sure. But I just thought, like, this is where the corruption.
0: Yeah, and it is. It doesn't matter how big the church are. In fact, to your point, it doesn't really how many outreaches you're gonna do. It's gotta glorify God at the end of the day. If it doesn't, then then exit out. Exit out. If you can't, if you can't, if you feel you can't pull in people without celebrating Guns and Roses, if you feel like you can't pull people in without doing something secular. Yeah. Then don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it.
1: You know who said something like that? It was Lorenzo, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably maybe a year ago. He was saying how we use terms to bring people in, mm. but then we change and you, oh, no, but this is the scriptural term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we get a in, and yeah. then we tell him the real stuff.
0: Right.
1: No, it should be the opposite. Right. You, you should, I mean, not opposite. You should never tell them any of the worldly terms.
0: Oh, yeah. It should be straight. What's the truth? You know, to me, I think about when Jesus turned over the tables in the temple. You this is a house of prayer, but you've made it to a den of thieves. And just after or just before he said that, he got a whip he made by hand, <laughs> was whipping things and, and, and tossing and knocking tables over. everybody out of here, yeah. Out, because that was a house of God. Mm. And I think, you know, when are we going to start doing that again? Mm. You know what I mean? This generation. That's good. I don't care how old you are. Let's make it. Let's, let's put up a fight for getting rid of corruption, that's getting good. rid of the poison that's in the church. Amen. You talking about, again, I want to say this really quick here. We replace the word of God with weak and intelligent stories. There's a man, it's not intelligent, it was stupid, but he called Jesus a stripper. Wow. He called Jesus a stripper because he was naked on the cross. He's using terminology for revelance. Wow. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? And another point, another, another minister had said, um, it was something on those lines. I don't want to get too far into that. It's just, again, there's a lot of corruption for the sake of revelance. Um, but also, too, for, just for the sake of, like, um, commonality, like, I mm. want to be able to associate with you yeah. so you can understand what I'm talking about. And I just think it's corruption. I don't think I, – I know it's corruption.
1: And this, for the sake of coming together and relating to one another. Yeah. I don't know where the thought of culture or mm-hmm. what you're a part of, yeah. I need to relate to that. Yeah. How about, well, you and I have shared the yeah. weaknesses, yeah. the real things you've gone through. Mm-hmm. That's where we can really relate.
0: Yes, you know, 100%. And,
1: and we can meet 100%. each other on a very human level yeah. and now interject, because I know I kind of deviating a little bit, just real yeah. quick, just want to finish yeah. this thought. Yeah. You and I have talked about too, about um, alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. And that's right. I'm a firm believer That the reason why it is so well accepted Mm -hmm. and why pretty much all of my friends who are not serving the Lord drink, and I would say, drink on the heavier side. Yeah. To get away from what's in their mind. Exactly. But what comes in their mind is because of what they're doing.
0: Exactly. The sin that
1: you're walking in. Yeah. And so it's like, if you would fix that up, you would find your mind so much and so much more peace, let me put it that way. Right. That you don't need a substance. Exactly. So... So when I think about that and how it relates to the re- relevance and how people are addressing certain things If you go to the heart and the root of the issue, you'll find I believe much more common ground. Yeah, and much more um, Fulfilling yeah Experiences relationships. Yeah friendships and 100%, 100%. all of that instead of instead of having to play um, guns and Roses, so we yeah. can connect on a level.
0: Exactly. Like what? That That's carnal, by the way. Uh, why would you mm. want to connect on a carnal level? Jesus was... He was minister where you had to go up to him. Yeah. You got to go up to him. He's not going to come down to he's you. He's not going to come down to you. Not in that way. Not, yeah, not, not in that way. In I mean, he'll
1: way. meet you in, in your pain, obviously, exactly, in your need Because he
0: understands the pit. He right, right. raise you up out of, out of that. But if if you're in that condition, he's only there for one thing. That's to get you out. Call you out. Call you out. Do you think that maybe we don't realize... We need to be called out. Uh, come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, Jesus, Louise, the, the, the gospel is one sin is not tolerated, but that you're saved from it through the blood of Christ. Yeah. That's the gospel. Yeah. And when you we don't even even dumb it down, we totally ignore it. We cast it out and put in the guns and roses and says, carnal. So then where's God? The Holy Spirit is not there, bro. He's not there. He's not there at all. He's not there at all. And again, we see this corruption in the White House. But we start seeing this corruption in god's house and as to me i think of a story where there is sin in the camp and was it phineas he gets a spear and he puts it he thrusts it through a, 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 um, a hebrew and a midnight woman because that's when the midnight woman came in yeah. they they took all the men out as far not all the men out they came in there and some of the men left to have ungodly relationships with these midnight women wow. and so the bible says there was a curse in the land and it was and it was stopped the moment Phineas, a, a righteous, a priest, a priest. Mm. So it wasn't Moses was sitting amongst them. Moses, Aaron was sitting in the, amongst these people, and it was it was Aaron's nephew, who got a spear and thrust it between a Hebrew and an Midianite and says, "This is going to stop." And the Bible says the the curse of the land stopped. And God says, "That's my man of the hour." Wow. We got to have young people and people in general rising up with spears in their hands to put a to drive the stake through the heart of corruption Amen. and say enough is enough for the body <laughs> oh, of Christ, good. right? That is good. And so I want to leave with this story. Uh, Hannah was praying to the Lord about her her barrenness in mm. a barren and I think in a barren church, mm. right? Eli and his sons were corrupt. Okay. Wow. So this is in First Samuel chapter one verse eleven, right? Hannah was praying to the Lord about her barrenness in a barren church. She poured her heart out regardless in prayer and in fasting. And she was there like day and night, right? She, she was, was there, there all the time. There was Bible says it was a time when they migrated to the temple to pray yeah. for t- 10 days. Okay. And there she was praying and fasting. Praying and fasting, she was barren, praying and fasting in a barren church. And God answered her, and I wanna to go to First Samuel really quick and, and, and stop here. On this subject or church corruption we can go all, all day on unfortunately. this unfortunately yeah. but here's an answer and i thought this was some really good insight the holy spirit dropped in my spirit this morning again first samuel chapter one. Oh, chapter one yeah right. verse 11 and i'll go and i'll go ahead and read that and it says here um, let me see where it's verse 11 and she made this vow and i love that part just thinking about mm. that she made a vow to god oh lord of heaven's armies If you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I'll give him back to you. He'll be yours for his entire lifetime. And a sign that he will be dedicated to you is his hair will never be cut. Mm. So she's making promise after promise to have a move of God back in the body of Christ. Wow. Wow. And I think that's where we need to be. We need to be like Hannah praying and fasting instead of complaining about the church corruption, instead of just talking about church corruption let's pray like hannah yeah you know what she's barren the church is barren you know what let's come together and believe god to do something amen just takes one person right one person and she changed it one awesome prophet came in and changed the whole dynamic of the church wow all of it i've been really believing and i know that mainly powerhouse
1: church um listens to this but if you're not a powerhouse church you could totally come yeah but daniel and i have been really felt like a call to come back to the church yeah We've been going on Mondays. We didn't pray, go, we didn't pray. go, yeah, we didn't go this last Monday. Yeah. Um, but yes, to pray and to worship. No agenda other than Lord, we just want your presence. Yeah. We just want you.
0: Yeah.
1: We want to be renewed. We want to be restored. We want, period. We just want him. Yeah. And And there's something about it that's like, I know is when we respond that way. Yeah. When we say, Lord, you're all we want. We need to move. Yeah. He will move. You know and I I think this may be the biggest, for me personally, mm-hmm. and maybe for a lot of people, but the biggest step of faith that we've ever taken. Yeah. Because, yes, you believe in the Lord. You believe in Jesus that he died for your sins. Yeah. You live a life accordingly. Yeah. But are you willing to give it all up yeah. for him? Yeah. That's that next step of faith. Yeah. And giving up, when I say give it all, doesn't mean like give your life, like, you know, like you're going to die. Right. But you're willing to go all out and say, Lord, yeah, I'll give you my time, my effort, everything Mm -hmm. and believe that you will move. Yeah, because I think it goes unsaid. I have been here before that I've been scared to ask for a move Mm. because if God doesn't answer, how would that affect my faith and belief in him and trust in him? Right. And, you know, it it really does. Even if you're not consciously thinking that subconsciously, subconsciously, it might be there like, man, I believe you, Lord. But like, but do you really believe him? Right. And do you really believe he'll move on yeah. your behalf? Yeah. And I really think that, at least our church, mm-hmm. that when we move in that way, and we'll be there this Monday, mm-hmm. so everyone's welcome. Yes. Um, I refuse yeah. to be scared. Yeah. And to not try. Yeah. And to not, I say try, because yeah. God is going to do it. Yeah. But I refuse to not take that step of faith and yeah. believe like,
0: like Hannah, you know? And it's funny, because as you're talking, I'm looking at verse 7. Year after year, it was the same. Wow. <laughs> she was, right, right, right So be fair, it says His second wife would taunt her As they went to the tabernacle Each time Hannah would be reduced to tears It would not even eat So year after year, not only was she being taunted Like there's no the move of God, there's no the move of God But year after year she was praying about this Year after year. year after year. So we, to what you're saying about Mondays is we have to have tenacity. Have to. We have to be dedicated. Come on. We have to be loyal. Come on. And like you're saying, ultimately, we have to believe. Have to believe. In the deepest part of your spirit
1: and mine, we have to believe have that believe. he's going to do it. We have to believe. That he's going to move. That revival will break out. Yes. The outpouring will come and then revival will break out. Exactly. And honestly, I'm, I'm coming to this point in my life where... I had like these definitely lots of dreams and visions and desires and the i'm starting to come to this point in my life that i i know the lord is showing me that Mm -hmm. the maybe i could word it this way the whole purpose Mm -hmm. is to see his spirit poured out amen and see many people my peers you know friends family be saved yeah and i'm also which is beautiful starting to get to this point like man lord okay I'm starting to pray it not fully in, in like I'm, I'm releasing it yeah I'm still maybe holding on a little bit to my yeah. life but yeah Lord okay whatever you want yeah I'll do it Yeah, and and I know I'm seeing it in Daniel Yeah, you know, the fact seeing the move in Daniel yeah. is evidence of of in hearing him in his testimony too yeah it's just evidence of that and so I'm yeah. so excited to see the future and how like comes, but I know at the same time, it's going to take that really big step of faith. And yeah. and I know um, God will answer that.
0: And you're right, even like, like in Hannah's situation, she was tired of the ridicule, tired mm. of the barrenness.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? Well, the barrenness came first, and then the ridicule came second. Wow. Like, you know you're without, and then someone's making fun of you for being without, because the person making fun of you is, is full, wow. is full. And I think, which leads us, will lead us to our our, our last Uh, thing to improve but before i get to that say that i want to say this the holy spirit will be restored to the church amen he He will will. be he will will be restored to the church and to me hannah or first samuel this is indicative of that
1: i believe there's so many other little groups too that are hearing the call as well yeah and stepping out in the same way like our churches yeah absolutely I, i believe it i've seen I've seen some of the moves across the United States. We saw the Asbury yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it is going to happen. And, and mm-hmm. God wants to move. He does.
0: And I will say this: man can't, stif- man cannot stifle God. Mm. He's not going to. Wow. He's not going to. God will have His man. people. <laughs> the last thing, my brother, and this is gonna be good. I believe this is gonna be an epic. One is distractions. Mm. So things again. The title is uh, things to improve. It's not being distracted. So we can say addictions are a distraction. We say bad habits are a distraction. We say TV, friends. But I will say this. This is a real deceptive one Hmm. as a distraction. Having all your needs met. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Not having your needs met. Yeah. Right? Here's another one too. A negative mindset is a distraction. In other words, you're always pointing out the negative. Again, we can point out, we can talk about fatherlessness like we did. We could talk about church corruption like we did and just stay on the negative part. But we didn't stay in the negative. Right. I can't, bro, for me, I can't leave these topics on a negative note. You can't. I can't. Not if there's a gospel involved, mm. which is the power of God that leads all men to salvation. Amen. Can't do it. Amen. No, that,
1: <laughs> it's funny you're saying all this because, um, I guess let me go to the scripture. Real yeah, quick, go bro. for it, bro. Um, Proverbs 30, uh, verse seven through nine. Um, it's saying I have the New King James version. I've been praying this because um, I I don't want to say I found myself distracted. Yeah. But I maybe I did. Maybe I could see distractions coming. Yeah. And it was about finances. Yeah. His name is Agur. He says this. Two things I request of you. To, praying to God. Yes. Deprive me not before I die. Mm-hmm. Remove falsehood and lies mm-hmm. far from me. Mm-hmm. And he, the big one right here. Or that is a big one, but another big one. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Mm-hmm. Feed me with the food. Allotted to me mm-hmm. because if I'm full and deny you I'll say who is the Lord but if I'm poor I'll steal and curse the name of my God come on and I'm like come on oh, that's a mic drop that is a mic and I'm and I'm seeing that I, I go through Proverbs every now and yeah, then yeah 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 and I'm like Lord please never give me more that I'm that I am distracted by all that I come have come on
0: come on and then I have
1: too li- or on the other side I have too little I'm distracted by come what on, I bro. don't have
0: and so again listener Proverbs chapter 30, read its entirety. Yes. Uh, I mean, Zach just, Zachariah just pointed out a very small crumb of the wisdom that really pours out, pours out from this man. This is not Solomon saying this. Right. This is not Solomon here. This is uh, His name's Agur, yeah. if that's how you pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. But this man got some wisdom here, and it's in uh, Proverbs chapter 30. I'm telling you, listener, I'm telling you, read its entirety. Yes. So kind of going back here, Zachariah. Again, we talked about addictions and distractions, but they're not main distraction. You know what the number one distraction is right now? Believe it or not, is the smartphone. Yes. The smartphone. If you didn't hear me, listener, it's the smartphone, the part of the device you're listening to right now. It's the smartphone. So let me give you a history on the cell phones. They became available in 1973, just a cell phone. Really? It weighed two pounds. The cell phone weighed two pounds. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The cost back then in 1973 was four thousand dollars. Whoa! You had to be wealthy to have that phone, and Whoa. and it had to be uh, after thirty minutes of use, you got to charge it. You got to charge it. Oh you charge my it. gosh! So now let's go to the smartphone. Eighty-five <laughs> percent of adults own a smartphone. Are you serious? In America, eighty-five percent. I bet
1: you the other 15 is the elderly.
0: Yeah. They have no idea that it even it, probably exists. And some homelessness. Oh, probably homeless and too. Yeah, homelessness, yeah, yeah, homelessness, right? But for the most part, you own a smartphone. Exactly. I was about to say that. Exactly. So basically, everyone has one. Everyone has one, right? So this is this wow. is staggering. I heard it before, but the average, guess what the average time is a day? I'm going to guess because I think I've looked at, I think it's like eight hours. Well, the one I saw, you're probably right, but the one I saw was five hours and 24 minutes. Wow. So it waits between over five hours. Let's just say that. Um, people check their phones every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes. I can, yeah. So we don't even check our Bibles every 10 minutes. We don't check on our loved ones every 10 minutes. We don't, we don't pray every 10 minutes. Wow. We don't meditate on things of God every 10 minutes. But we do touch our cellular devices every, every 10, 10 minutes. minutes. What's our God? What is our God? Wow. What is our distraction? So that's not even it. There's more. Wow. There's more. Website traffic. When you, people who go to the web. Sixty percent of it comes from mobile devices. Whoa! Over half, sixty percent, come from mobile devices. People on the internet, not on computers, not on laptops, not on, tr- not, on not on office equipment. Their cell phones. They're cell phones. Sixty percent, right? And then touching it. How many things? How many? So this is the average. How many times do you think a phone's being touched? Would you say, Zachariah? How many times a day? If, if you're, a day,
1: if you're checking it every ten minutes, yeah. assuming it's in your pocket
0: yeah purse for a woman you're i wouldn't be surprised it's like a thousand okay you're it's it's a good number but you're off still 2600 times oh per day per day they say that we unlock our phones 150 times a day Uh (laughs) uh-oh unlock our phones bro how about let's, let's unlock our faith for a minute <laughs> you know what i mean let's take the restrictions off of our faith i know i know i, I sound spiritual i know it but, but it's the truth it's right the truth. it's the truth right bro these are stats here, bro on distractions i mean yeah come on yes so the smart the wow. smartphone is a treasure of distractions so think about that statement alone so as i'm looking at this my brother the the, the, the smartphone is a treasure of distractions wow so for example you know how many times I watched a movie. I thought, oh, I remember that actor. I remember the actress. So what do I go do? I look up her name, his name, and I start reading the bio on Wikipedia for the next 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, boy, you know, you've been gone down, you've been do- yes, down the road. Yes, sir. Minutes. Wow. So it goes back to the usage of five over five hours a day. Wow. And not, not. I'm not adding that into I'm looking up this person, looking at that scripture or whatever it is, but it's still being in use, right, bro? Mm-hmm. And so here it is. The smartphone is a treasure of distractions. We have AI now, which is stinking huge. You can do so much with AI, create reports or whatever. So in other words, they're cre- creating things to keep you on the phone. Literally, 24-7.
1: On the phone.
0: Not in your word, on your phone. On your phone. So you can say, you know what? Give me, Give me a three-page essay. On untied offering. You're, so your studying just ceased and AI began. And AI can be 100% accurate, but you're now becoming illiterate because it, it's the job for you.
1: I mean, literally, you could see the,
0: the whole point is
1: to replace you. I don't know if anyone's heard this term, transhumanism. Uh-huh. But they want to make you half uh, person, half machine. Really? That's the end game. Really? And, and the reason why the machine, because it can, Tr- I'm sure you've seen they tried to program like monkeys and stuff with yeah. chips in their brain. They could do stuff with their brain. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I don't, from what I've seen, it's not because they want you to be like, oh, I can just turn off the switch with my brain so they can see how you think. Yeah. If they see how you think and they can influence how you think. Yeah. That's it. They control it's the game over. You control, you're controlled, controlled. Which makes a lot of sense at the end times. Yes, sir. And so. Yes, sir. I just, bl- honestly, I'm blown away, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And I've been doing this thing where. Um, I heard this study I it didn't come from me I heard this study so now i've been doing the thing. Mm-hmm. They did a test on students mm-hmm. in class and they had a phone on their their phone on yeah. their desk yeah versus the other study where the phone was outside the room yeah the amount of the percentage or how do I word it their ability to focus the yeah. percentage was through the roof when it was outside the room
0: you kidding. of course that right makes, That makes no uh, sense
1: and so I tested it. And all I'm doing is... I I literally did this the other day. Um, I was on my laptop working. Yeah. I My phone was right here. <laughs> and I felt like I wanted to watch some fantasy football or do yeah. some stats. Yeah. So, you know, nothing bad or anything. Like I'm just like... And I was like, you know what? I played it right behind the screen. I For the next hour, it's I forgot. It. Yeah. I forgot it was there. I'm like, where's my phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's right there.
0: Yeah.
1: I got all my work done. Yeah. So, making those small changes... Yeah. I would... This is not all religious, but I would almost argue like, if you're really serious mm-hmm. about walking with the Lord, that's it that's a challenge. It's almost like this has
0: to be exactly. this is what this is a requirement. I mean, this is what this podcast is about today. Yeah. About changing things, making things better in our lives, yeah. right? So I'm only bringing these, these topics up for all of us and so listeners we as well. see, right? Exactly. We have to see that there's this fatherlessness, right? There's church corruption and there's distractions. Distractions. You no, know, again, when I said the smartphones a treasure for distractions, there's apps. There's internet. There's social media. There's movie binging that people can do. Now, I'm going to need four of them. And there's a whole much more to the smartphone. But let me say this, just because of time's sake.
1: Yeah.
0: Hugs. Yeah, H U G S hugs, right? The stats on hugging is, is incredible. Four hugs a day bear, is bare minimum to show that I love you. Four hugs, just four hugs a day. I, you know, bro, when I heard that stat, I hug Carol all the time. Yeah. I love my wife. I'm always around her, right? So I count me in on that one, yeah. right? Count me in on new babies. Yes. Oh man, I got new, two new granddaughters. Oh, I hug them. I just sugar, 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 sugar. I call it hug sugar. It just, it just, it's an addiction, right? It's a euphoria for the mind, yes, for the emotion, absolutely. right? But four hugs a day is just bare minimum for any anybody. Wow. Eight hugs a day reveals the character of love. In other words, it's just maintenance. Mm. Maintenance. Eight hugs, right? Twelve hugs a day encourages growth in life. Twelve hugs wow. a day. Now, some people may see, men may hear that that's just that's that's too much. There's no way. Well, try it. Number one, yeah, try it. Number one, or you say something. Try exactly. It. So don't complain about these stats. they sound like through the roof, incredible, incredibly over exaggerated. They're not. But number number two, they're free. Free. They're free. Hugs are free. free. You think about what we're doing live. We're always working. We're always eating. We're always sleeping. Why not throw some hugs in there? Again, four is just for bare minimum. Eight is as maintenance and 12 is growth in life. Wow. So check this out. Wow. Th- this is truth about hugs. And this is what hugs do. So listen to this. Hugs. We, again, we talked about distraction. We're talking about correcting the... Rem- Here's the remedy. Hugs. Okay, right, right, right. Part, there's only part of it. Hugs release stress. Yep. Hugs boost immune systems. Yep. Hugs bring joy and hugs reduce fear. Yes. Hugs reduce fear. I'm going to go hug my wife and my daughter. <laughs> and you know, I think about this. You know, you and I, when you first came in the house today for, to, to record this, it was a handshake and a hug. hug. It's a way of connecting. Yep. It's a way of showing that I appreciate you, appreciate me. Pastor Paul and I, we do the same thing to every time we see each other. Hey, it's up, brother. Hug. Boom. Brace. Strong embrace. Yeah. Strong embrace. And I think mm. they say how valuable are hugs. is part of one of the most overlooked commodities. Come on. In, in society Come today. And, and it's never a distraction.
1: It's almost like, but Matt, it's like the way that everything is going in society, the way the culture is. Yeah. You just want to go the complete opposite. And I can't remember where I was reading the scripture. The Lord obviously is so countercultural. Yeah. When Yeah. Bring it down to bare minimum of Come hugs.
0: On. Yes, hugs. 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 I can tell you be more involved in the word. I can tell you start worshiping, start planning things out. No, let's just start with something that's completely free. It won't take any of your time. It won't take any of your time. If it does, 15 seconds. 15 seconds. At the most. Exactly. Exactly, at the most. And it does the most productive things in life is a hug. Go hug a homeless person and see how they respond. Go hug someone who's crying at work and see how they respond. Just watch your, your boss who's over, over, overworked and stressed out. Wow. You don't need to say a thing. In fact, there's no communication involved. Yet it speaks a thousand different things to our emotion and psyche. Is a hug. Is a hug. Oh, that's so good. Isn't that good? That's so good. I'm just taking that in right now. Yeah, I want to read something out of um, Exodus chapter 15, verse 13. And it's titled The Song of Deliverance. Hmm. But this is what verse, verse 13 says With your unfailing love, O Lord, it leads the people you have redeemed in your might, and you guide them to your sacred home. So this is God's way of hugging us right here, uh-huh. baby. This is God's hug. That He is a lover of people. He, he loves creation. Oh, he loves goodness. creation. And to me, if anybody's a hugger, it's our Heavenly Father. Oh, oh man, that warms
1: my heart so much too. Because there's always been this uh, little mural, I guess if you will, in my parents' house. Yeah. And it's 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 a um, an image of Jesus welcoming someone home. Mm. And the first thing it's a hug. It's a hug. And as um, I've had this personal image of when I get there.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's on the throne. Mm-hmm. And um, I see all these, my family, amazing, wonderful people of God who. Yes. But for me, and I think a lot of people will, I think pretty much everyone will feel the same way. It's yeah. like, where is he? Yeah. Where's the one who yes. went to the cross? Yeah. Will we see him first? I don't know. All I'm saying is if, if this image of, he's on the throne and you go and look for him because he's the one yeah and what a hug what a joyful moment that will be it's like so i i'm blown away but also very encouraged by the hugging Mm -hmm. aspect yeah the conversation aspect the Mm -hmm. the just completely going the opposite way yeah you know i i I want to practice more than ever Mm -hmm. and um
0: I don't know. I'm just. It's yeah. so encouraging. So I, encouraging. I think this is one of the ways, like you're saying. I, I. don't think. I know this is one of the ways we can fix distractions. Mm. It just focus. You know what? We got to re- realize. Yeah, I didn't hug my wife four times a day. You know what? Mm. This will keep on my. This will keep my mind off distractions. Yeah. And it'll make it a point of emphasis in your life. Yeah. Hug your wife four times. Hug your hug your wife eight times. Hug your spouse or your spouse your spouse four times, eight times, twelve times, and then start. Um, doing that with your children. And watch their confidence grow. Yep. And like it's this here, watch their fears go away. Yep. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Watch their fears go away. Watch their stress all of a sudden melt. get melt. Melt. There you go. Their their immune system, if they're feeling sick, go hug them. Go hug them. Why do I want to get sick? Go hug them. Mm. I, I'm contagious. Go hug them. Yeah. They. It brings joy. Think about the yeah. smile on someone's face that you bring when you hug somebody. You don't even say a word. Again, like i said this before. You don't even say a word just beautiful a hug there's a hug all of a sudden distractions bad habits tv all of a sudden you know what they'll open up to you the addictions boom gone god. gone because yes. what god can do through a hug now i'm not saying a i'm talking about god getting involved in the hug too
1: yeah absolutely you know absolutely I mean? there was
0: a stat too that
1: um i heard i do this um volunteer program they um they help the foster care yeah and um, yeah. when i was at the orientation they said this their main program is affection mm. um, it is a lot of care um, physical um, the, the hugs the the touches the it's gonna be okay you know yeah. because they have shown and it's without a doubt yeah when these foster care children they've gone through so much trauma yes, so much yes yes so much difficulty yes but they they have shown the brain scans mm. and the healing that begins right so little things as such as hugs Yeah. and that's their number one uh, medicine yeah. if you will yeah. because that's what repairs the soul that's yeah. where the stress melts away you know yeah. so it, I was just so like Lord you already know mm-hmm. what we're in need of Yeah. and
0: yeah.
1: this whole notion of making life easier for ourselves as mm-hmm. much as possible
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think about the little house on the prairie yeah. and that image of the family yeah. where, where they weren't it wasn't like literally uh how are we going to eat today? Right. They still had the the home, the roof over their head. They had yeah. the fire going, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the distraction. They didn't have the TV. That's right. They had each other. That's right. And I, I wonder, maybe you can make a case that eighteen hundreds, nineteen, early nineteen yeah. hundreds yeah. were the were yeah. the sweet spot. Yeah. And since then, we have tried to make two things too much, too easier for ourselves.
0: Yeah. And it's, I agree and, with you. it's, and, and in effect, it's had, you know, the worst outcomes. It, it really has, and it's really opened the door for distractions like. From God from marriage from raising children yep. um, for living just having a sanity yeah people are, have too much information in their brain and there's no peace because of that no they can't peace. they can't rest it's like should I be doing this should
1: I be doing that yeah I'm not doing enough
0: yeah oh, man, that yeah. would
1: be yeah it's endless you just run
0: yourself into the ground exactly and people do and anxiety do.
1: exactly all the depression Suicide. all that and, uh, just so it, terrible you it, know
0: it is terrible my brother. So as we get ready to wrap yeah. this up, my brother, just as a reminder about things that we need to uh, improve on. Right. Again, again, when it comes to fatherlessness, you know what? Again, this is where quality over quantity. Love is spelled through time. Yeah. Neglect is abuse. We have um, the fatherhood will be restored. Am Church I- corruption. Holy Spirit will be destroyed. Yeah. We'll be restored. Restored. And distraction. As far as the number of distractions, we need to replace it with love. With love when it comes down to it. I'm
1: so encouraged, honestly. I hope you guys are encouraged as well. I mean, uh, Brother Matt is a father figure. Um, Seeing him and my own dad and Pastor Paul and Randy Force, and and those who came through and had moved on to other things. Just instrumental. So you can take from Brother Matt, I mean, the advice and the wisdom,
0: the values. I mean, it'll change your life. Amen. Amen. So, my brother, here we are. And so, listener, you make sure you share this. This is a really, really good one. Again, this is titled uh, Things to Improve. Amen. And we all need improvement in our life. Amen. Zachariah is a young, wonderful man. I love this guy to pieces here. And I love the fact that we can grow together. Amen. Doesn't Age is only a number. A number. It, it comes down to heart, maturity, and a love for God. Amen. And I pray you feel the same way, too. Amen. Listener, we love you, and God bless.
1: God bless. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.